Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Now, On The Pace with uh, Fred Hastings. Fred, good morning. G'day, Simon. I trust you're well on this lovely Sunday morning. Beautiful Sunday, isn't it? Uh, and it was a good night at uh, Tabcorp Park Menangle last night, Freddie. Yeah, it was a night of doubles. We had uh, a number of uh, training and driving doubles and some really good performances. Uh, uh, in terms of the uh, the drivers' ranks, uh, Jack Trainer landed a uh, a double. He uh, he was able to score with Rock and Roll Runner and uh, Punt Away, and both of uh, Jack's winning drives were provided by uh, David Kennedy, who provided a, a training double on the card, uh, and also Josh Gallagher. He had uh, a double. He won with Fear Cruise, and in the last had to survive a protest. Uh, on the last race, and of course uh, he won earlier with King Tiger, who was very very brave, a son of uh, Tiger Tara, who continues to race in great form. The feature race last night, well, uh, Simon was uh, named after a, a man who I was fortunate enough to have a lot of uh, or spend a lot of working time with, and I refer, of course, to Nick Robin, an absolute legend of a bloke. He was there in the infancy of Sky Racing. Uh, Sky Channel as it was then. He also uh, spent time doing the very job you do as a racing coordinator on 2KY. Um, back in the day, uh, an outstanding bloke, great fun to be around, and uh, he loved the punt. And fittingly, the feature race last night was the Nick Robin free-for-all at Group 3. It'd only be 25 metres covering the field, 29.5 the next quarter, 60.3 the half at the cages and it's expensive ego, three metres in front of Focus Stride, Bundurans had Cozy Smother behind this leader and then came Perfect Stride, Stingray Tara, just in an awkward spot there, three back on the inside followed by JOK, then Burnham Boy and AG's White Sox to the outside, 26 and 6 for that third quarter, he winds up expensive ego and ego gets four, five, six. Six metres in front. Coming out after it strongly on the outside. Perfect stride. JOK's winding up and Bunduran still there. But it's expensive ego. Packing plenty of power with 75 to go. He's back in the winner's stall. An expensive ego too good. Goes aim to beat Perfect stride and Bunduran. And Burnham Boy up on the inside got fourth. Stingray Tara didn't get a lot of luck in the so straight. expensive ego taking out the Nick Robin free-for-all Freddy over Perfect stride and Bunduran. Yeah, look, he was uh, back from a Vic Cup campaign uh, where he finished seventh in that race. Uh, he's, of course, eyeing off the Inter-Dominion coming up in three weeks' time. Belinda McCarthy will... Uh, uh, whether he has another run is problematic. There are two weeks before the series kicks off and a couple of free-for-alls in the offing if Belinda so chooses to run expensive Vigo as a, as a last hit-out before heading to Melbourne for the uh, commencement of the Inter-Dom. Of course, uh, many will remember he was beaten in a protest uh, in last year's running of the uh, of the Inter Dominion, the other race I wanted to focus on, Simon, uh, we saw uh, a mare who I just think she's just got better and better with age, like a fine bottle of wine. And I'm referring to Little Bliss, and uh, she won race two at Boulder's Odds. 500 metres left to go. The leader Artillery booms on the outside. Quite a topical Quinella, really, as they near the home turn. Artillery and boom. Then came Phase of Glory. About to peel and offer his Chevron Art and Total Diva to the outside. They really quickened up there. The sprint's on. 27-6 Artillery led the way from boom on the outside. Presenting well now was Total Diva between runners Chevron Art and double encounter. Looks for a run. It's Artillery, boom, Chevron Art. And very deep on the track. Have a look 
at Little Bliss and also Total Diva. Big finish. Chevron Art goes to the lead off the track. Little Bliss dives. Oh, gee, it might have got up, Little Bliss. Maybe Little Bliss a nostril to Chevron Art. They were followed splitting them. Total Diva and fourth, not sure. You had artillery boom and one too many steaming. Home. Well, it was uh, Little Bliss getting up there in a narrow uh, finish over Chevron Art to race two, Freddie. Yeah, got up by uh, the uh, the half head margin, came with a withering burst, and I'm pleased to say, uh, Little Bliss her trainer Troy Williams joins us on on the pace this morning. G'day, Troy. G'day, Fred. How are you, mate? Yeah, well, congratulations. Another Menangle win. Look, I, I alluded to the fact this uh, this mare she has just really developed herself into a very competitive race mare. You go back and you look that seven of her wins came at Penrith, and, and I guess many of us, myself included, probably pigeonholed her as a, a small track type uh, harness horse. But you transitioned at a Menangle, and she's loving the joint. She's won six there now. Yeah, she has. She's done a super job, Fred, and probably earlier days, I was sort of with you. I, I thought she was sort of that half mile, you know, up on the speed type of mare, but, um, you know, it was probably by chance that, you know, through the flood situations, and plenty have had uh, a lot of floods over recent times, and we're mm-hmm. to see some sunshine, but, um, yeah, we were transitioned down to Menangle and based ourselves there for a month. Um, and I gave her a trial down there, and Rob Morris came off the track, and then she, she I think she went 52 and a half down there, and Rob came off the track and said, just leave her here and see what happens. And mm. we, once she established herself there after sort of three or four runs, you know, she really shined through the Tab Regional um, Series and ran fourth in the, in the Group 1 there and second in the Constellation, and um, we kept her there, and, yeah, she's just gone on to do a great job. Yeah, and was that the, the pivotal moment? I mean, through a bit of adversity, and I do want to talk a bit about the, the ordeal that uh, you, you and uh, the family have encountered over the, the last, uh, what, 10 months, 11 months with floods, but was it that adversity that just, and circumstance, uh, you know, led you to be racing at Menangle on a consistent basis? Because you're right, since she's been racing there, uh, she's just got the happy knack of being you know, somewhere around the top four placings nearly most of a start. Yeah, she's been ultra consistent. No, that that was definitely the case. You know, we we always thought she was a nice enough mare and that she'd season well with age. Um, but we sort of probably didn't think she'd do the job that she's doing. But you know, she's extremely well bred. Fred, she's a, a half to my ultimate Ronnie and um, a couple other nice young ones coming through. And you know, the family seems to get better with age. So um, you know, you know we, we thought she was a nice mare, but you know, she's just been so ultra consistent down there. I think. Out of the last 18 or 19 starts, she's been out of the top five twice. So, you know, that's that's a really lovely horse and really happy to, to train for the connections and great to see Ron Littler get a really nice uh, horse that he, he bred and raced himself and, you know, he deserves all the credit. And, um, you know, he, he's a really good supporter of our stable, so it's, it's great for him. Yeah, I was just going to say the Littlers have been terrific supporters of yours and your stable. Um, and they're really enjoying the ride. Was it a case like, okay, we've talked about the circumstances that led you to, to racing and more frequently at Menangle. Has there also come a, you know, a little bit of maturity you know, in, in her racing style and she, she's adapted better to the big mile, uh, sorry, the, the uh, 1,400 metre racing and the fast mile racing? Um, you know, was it a maturity thing as well with her? Yeah, definitely a maturity thing. And um, you know, we had a, a couple of sort of little niggling problems with her around the half mile. She just wasn't, towards the end, she wasn't getting the bends 
as well. Um, once she straightened, she'd let down well. But, you know, once she, you know, around the bench, she was just, you know, a bit proppy. She's always been a bit sort of funky gated. But, mm. you know, on the bigger track, you know, she's really, really well gated. And, you know, once she hits that top of the straight and, you know, looks down at, you know, she straightens up and she really lets down. And, you know, she's been racing pretty well over the mile week in, week out for the last three months. And last night was the first 2,300 metres race since that Tab Regional. You know, Robbie and I discussed it before the race and we said, look, we'll go back. We think there'll be a little bit of speed on them. We know she has got a real good turn of foot off speed. So, yeah, we opted to do that and, you know, it paid off dividends. What about this season? She's won uh, heading up towards $90,000 in, in, in money. If I said to you maybe, you know, 12 months ago, geez, this mare, she's going to have won six races at Menangle and her career earnings are going to be heading towards 140000 What would you have said? Yeah, I probably would have laughed at you, Fred, but, you know, like I always thought she <laughs> you wouldn't be the first average that, that 30 to... What's that? You wouldn't be the first person to laugh at me, yeah. don't worry. <laughs> I, I thought she, you know, she was always a very nice horse yeah. and she'd get a wins here and there, but, oh, look, I didn't think, honestly think she'd do what she did, but, um, you know, her runs through that Tab Regional Series, I thought, well, we're definitely going to get a few wins out of her here at Benangle. You know, yeah. she just keeps improving, Fred. She, she, every time she raises there, you know, there's touch wood, there hasn't been a disappointing run. And, you know, even last night, like, we are up in grade last night in the 95, and that's where she's heading. Um, so, you know, we're, we're sort of, uh, for her, we're, we're off to Queensland next week for the Forever Gold. Um, there's a listed mare's race up there, a Group 2 event. So, we head off on Tuesday with the team and, um, you know, hopefully she gets a nice plumb barrier draw in that race and um, she can she can do a job up there at, at the higher level for the men. Troy, we touched on the floods and it's been a, a you know, terrible time. I, I live out, you know, I virtually can see the uh, the, the Hawkesbury River from, uh, from my back door, uh, you know, uh, at North Richmond there. Um, you're, you're a bit uh, closer to the Windsor uh, Bridge and, and, and that area. You've endured, is it uh, four this time round, four floods this year? Three or four? A couple yeah, of them yourself. Uh, th- three, four, but three three come up over the place and, yeah. you know, come up under the house and through the sheds and through all the yards and we had to sort of move horses. But, you know, I, I suppose everyone sort of, probably we're all probably all over talking about floods because it's just been such a pain in the backside for us all over the last sort of 18 months where we're definitely happy to wake up on a Sunday morning today and, and see a lot of sunshine and thread put it that Glorious. way. Glorious, 100%. Now, the support you got, Troy, I know you, you've documented this elsewhere, but, you know, the chips were down and, and the harness racing fraternity, uh, they, they uh, rallied uh, for, for many people that were doing it tough through the floods, but yourself in particular. Oh, they, it's a great community, Fred. Like, we're all competitors out there and, um, you know, but when it comes to, you know, someone in need, they, everyone sort of jumps on board no matter what it is. And, you yeah, know, the hardest racing community were, were fabulous. And, um, you know, whether it be a track, a club or, or or a mate or a participant, they all sort of, you know, lent a hand and that was really, really, really respected. Best thing you've done going full-time? Uh, yeah, look... Uh, it's definitely a lifestyle choice. It's, it's been really good. It's been really testing at times as, you know, we go through great patches and then you have some lows. But, um, you know, I love it. Um, it's really good. It's probably we're now at the stage where we sort of, you know, looking at putting staff on and all that sort of stuff to sort of make it a little bit easier because you know, we're working uh, up around 20 horses and it's, uh, it's pretty full on. So, you know, hopefully we can sort of have a little bit of a break over Christmas and, down tools for a few days here and there and just get a bit of time away. 
On Thursday, yeah, Penrith attract you uh, very much uh, to the fore at every Thursday. Uh, uh, Penrith put on a race and uh, your stables uh, got behind it. Um, Grinnell Lodge got behind the uh, Peter Sullivan Memorial. Many people know Peter's a larger-than-life character who uh, we lost a couple of years back now, and he was a mainstay at so many tracks, loved the trotters, and uh, you, we had the memorial race for Pete, and uh, it was a, it ended up being a terrific finish one by... Uh, uh, you know, mates of yours in in Kerry Ann Morris, Queen of Strathfield. It would have been a, a, a yeah, bittersweet emotional night for, for you, having been close to Salt. Yeah, absolutely. For for a few people, Fred. You know, we had family and friends on track, and yeah, Salt was definitely a larger than life character. And uh, you know, he, I think it was two days before Salt passed, I went and saw him, and he said, "This is what I want. I want to race at Penrith for myself." and as a memorial, and this is the grading I want, and do it this way. And he basically gave me plenty of instructions to make sure I looked after it year in, year out. And, you know, that race has been run twice now, Fred. A great spectacle race twice. It was a really tight finish last year with the first six being less than five or six metres apart. And then the other night where, you know, we had a breakaway leader and it made it very exciting. There were horses all over the place. And uh, it was still a very close finish with, um, yeah, carrying getting the trophies down the outside. So it was a privilege to sponsor it, and you know it was, it was good to see some mates get up and win it as well. You've done him proud, Troy. You've done him proud, no doubt, mate. <laughs> appreciate your time on a Sunday morning. You're doing great things with your, your team out there, and of course, uh, in particular, I, I've just enjoyed the rise and rise of Little Bliss. She's really becoming a bit of a favourite. She possesses a good burst at the back of her races, and you've just done good things with her. Uh, Best of luck for continued success. Thanks very much, Fred. Appreciate your time. Good on you. There he is, Troy Williams, Simon. Before I let you go uh, today, Simon, I just wanted to touch on uh, two things. I mentioned Josh Gallagher got a double. Josh is celebrating a birthday today, so best wishes. Uh, nice way to uh, head into your birthday by driving a Metropolitan double. So well done to young Josh Gallagher having a, a birthday. And he actually does a bit of driving here and there for Troy Williams as well. And I just wanted to mention last night, Menangle kicked off a, a fundraising effort uh, known as Racing for Prostate Cancer. And in the month of November, any horses carrying the number four saddle cloth, uh, the drivers will carry the blue Racing for Prostate Cancer silks. And in partnership with Harness Racing New South Wales, Club Menangle and Allied Express and the, uh, the McDowell's, uh, they're throwing in $400 each, each entity, uh, each time a number four wins at Menangle in the month of November. Uh, Tab, um, who, of course, uh, very big supporters of uh, charitable events, they've made a one-off donation as well to the cause. And you wouldn't believe it, we had uh, two last night, two Saddlecloth number fours win. The first race was won by, uh, by a number four, um, and uh, it was a great way to kick the campaign off. And they've got a big dinner uh, being held at Menangle to raise funds on the 19th of November. So you can contact the club, uh, have a chat to the team there and maybe uh, get behind the Racing for Prostate Cancer. That's coming up at Menangle, a race night, Saturday the 19th. Uh, but what a great way to start it, Simon. The first race of the promotion and uh, and James Rattray got the chockies. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Uh, thanks very much, Fred. Uh, you enjoy your afternoon. Same to you, Simon. All the best, mate.